Hey, we're back again to Three Fever Point After Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Anderson, my co-host, Jeff Harper, the Offensive Coordinator of Natchitoches Central. Back with us again for a, uh, another evening of high school football chat. I do have a little housekeeping uh, uh, from last week's episode. I want to put my hand up like any good teammate. I'm going to admit fault here. We went back and watched the tape. I was wrong. So before the show, and I even mentioned it on the podcast, Coach said you had a, you had a birthday dinner, right? Okay, I'm thinking it's someone in the family's birthday. No, it was his birthday. So that's on me. Bad friend, bad co-host. We did an entire show. I didn't wish him happy birthday once. So a week later, happy birthday, Coach Harper. It's all good, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that was a uh, not a great feeling when you open Facebook and you're like, oh. Okay, that makes a lot more sense why he has a dinner. Okay, anyways, so uh, we'll move on from that. Um, I, look, I guess we got to start with, with you guys, and uh, we're talking about two back-to-back games here that come down to really the last play, Natchitoches Central, of course. Uh, this time it's Aaron Burrell of Parkway hitting a field goal at the buzzer. Um, man, you know, you guys, it seems it's really seeing that improvement week in and week out, but obviously you want to find a way to win one of these uh, games on the last play. Yeah, I mean, it, when we got there, we, we knew we were going to have a tough task just uh, trying to get them to, you know, buy in and, and then have a winning mindset. And Jess is really big on that. It's, you know, it's preparation. It's things you do in and out, inside and outside every single day. You know, little little details, um, you know, how you watch film, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so those kids, you know, when they, when they come into a season with a new coaching staff, they're trying to figure out, you know, what the expectation is each and every day for them individually and then corporately, uh, you know, on each side of the, you know, each side of the ball and special teams. So uh, they're starting to figure that out and we've been close and um, it, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, you hear coaches say all the time, it comes down to one or two plays a game, four or five plays a game. We literally are showing our kids uh, two, three plays a game over the last four weeks that, that uh, are the difference in wins and losses. And we could easily flip the script and be, you know, five and three, six and two at this point. So um, good teams find ways to win. Parkway's hot right now. And, uh, you know, they, they haven't played the toughest of schedules, uh, but they, they've won the games that they need to win. Um, they played Shreve really close when they played them and had a similar situation where they fumbled going in the end zone and Shreve picked it up. And, you know, they could easily hang their hat. That was the difference in the ball game for them. And so when they played us, they came out and we knew they were good on defense and they're great on special teams. And, um, you know, we we, uh, we we got on them early, two scores, and um, and they battled back, and it was 13-10 at halftime. And then, um, you know, they took the lead uh, there in the fourth quarter. And, and what we asked for from our guys offensively after the loss to Shreve is go down the field and score. And, and, and we did that. And with a minute and 40 left, Parkway uh, on a third and 15, I believe, from inside the, you know, 15-yard line, our 15-yard line or their 15-yard line, um, they make a big play and, and uh, keep the sticks moving and then uh, give Burrell an opportunity to kick the game winner. So at the end of the day, we're, we're proud of our boys' effort and the fact that they're fighting and they're, they're in every ball game against some really good football teams. Uh, we're just coming up short. So uh, it's something to build on each and every week, and, um, and we're back to it this week, preparing as if it's just uh, you know another opportunity to get a win, but at the same time not looking at what happened last week or the previous week. We're preparing as if, you know, it's just another game, and uh, and there's not that, um, you know, uh, that that sting of the loss hanging over their head. They're, they're practicing well and preparing for Halton. So, uh, congratulations to Parkway. I mean, that was a, that was a very very good win for them, and and how they did it. Every team needs to go on the road and have one of those those tests to prepare them for the playoffs, and they they uh, they they did a really good job. And so, hats off to those guys. 
I wish we could have, a, well, I guess we could have a camera on me uh, reacting as I'm watching the GoPrep score updates on your games the past two weeks. Very high and low um, attitude there. Obviously, <laughs> I, you know, I love you and Jess, and, and I, want, I, mean, I want everyone to do well. But, you know, it's, it's just exciting to, to see uh, when those games are, are getting close like that. And, and as you, the stuff you mentioned, I mean, the team, you know, learning to win, you know, growing together. It's just so fun to watch. And, and you could say a lot of the similar things about Parkway. I mean, they are young as well in a lot of spots. Um, now, you want to talk about a winning mentality. Um, I don't have that when it comes to our picks. Um, Houghton and Benton was, was a bad one for me. Um, and I believe, uh, I think I did win. I had Woodlawn over Bozier, and I can't remember the third game we picked. That's going to be our tiebreaker here. Do you remember? What was the third game? Uh, was it, Cal- um, it wasn't Calvary Darbon Woods, I don't think. I mean, maybe it was. Well, I wasn't picking against Calvary in that game. Neither was I. So, I, mean, <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know if we want to count that one at all. This is great podcasting here, folks. Um, I'm looking through the – I can't tell you who I picked. It had to have been. We both had to have picked. Yeah, we both definitely – we wouldn't do North DeSoto Huntington either. No, we did. That's the other one we did. And I, I, I picked Huntington. You picked Huntington. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. well coach wins again. All right, moving on from that. Um, you know, obviously, these past couple of weeks, we're getting close to the end of regular season. We haven't seen, like, those massive, massive uh, uh, games these past couple of weeks. Calvary, Darbon Woods, that was pretty much what we expected in that matchup. Um, it just kind of is what it is when, when you look at that. Um, one thing I did want to talk about, something that broke today as we record this on Tuesday, you might have a new district opponent. I mean, I think there's going to be some reshuffling, but Evangel going back to 5A. I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that. I mean, sure it's, sure it's exciting at the same time you know you got another difficult opponent to look at yeah I mean I, I think it's exciting uh you know um when I first got to uh, Parkway in 2018 they were in our district I believe or uh no they were on our schedule because uh we played them previously yeah 2018 um, so, was their last 5A yeah, season yeah 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 so that they were a district opponent at that point so um I just remember um you know they were a district opponent it was kind of understood that they're in the running to win that joker every year and, and we didn't have to deal with them in the playoffs and so um you know I, I think it is exciting there's there's nothing better than tone it up with the best of the best and an historic program that's uh back you know doing the things that they were doing at first and i know that he wants to get them back in the dome and so um you know the um the the, the show they have on amazon and and the fact that they've got uh now the new turf and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of excitement over there, uh, and, and it, it, it will be great to get them in our district. Now, let me tell you the thing that's going to be weird, different, is if they split this joker, and that's the, what we were talking yeah. about today in the coach's office, is uh, if they do a Caddo, you know, Caddo side and a Bozier side. Right. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's, this, that's the thing, man. You, you just don't know what to expect at this point, but – uh, I know Huntington's coming up, and then right. we're getting Evangel. So and Southwood's um, coming down. Yeah, you know, yeah. The more the, the more the merrier at this point. I mean, the, I, I like the bigger district. To be honest with you, I know it's easier for scheduling. Um, the smaller district is harder for scheduling. So uh, either way, um, we're we're excited to have them. It reminds me. I think it was a couple of years ago they tried a uh, like a Monroe Shreveport split in 4A. Did not last long. It was a, it was mm-hmm. a nightmare. I think Huntington was actually on the Monroe side of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. I hope they don't split it up. Um, like, I think there's just so many, like, it feels like almost every game has is, is built some sort of a rivalry in 1-5-A. So um, mm-hmm. it would be a shame to see that. Um, but, look, that's, 
that's future us problems, or maybe not even. Um, let's look at the more immediate future, which would be this week on the schedule of high school football. And, you know, I think Airline and Parkway, I, that could be a, a sneaky good game if Parkway stays as hot as they've been. Airline obviously gotten back on track after that Shreve game, but you just got a good look at Parkway, and you saw Airline not too long ago. I mean, what, what are you thinking in this one? Well, it's a, this is a really good question, Alex. And, uh, you know, I, I want to give you my in-depth an in-depth analysis here, but I, I don't want to get myself in trouble. My wife works at Parkway. Um, <laughs> and so anything and everything that I say could be weaponized. And so I'm going to be very careful but how I answer this. Let me, let, me, let me put it in the most, you know, generic terms. Parkway's defense is good, all right? Airline's defense, I mean, airline's offense is really good. So you've got the strength of both teams going against each other, all right? Parkway's offense poses a lot of problems for defenses if you don't align well uh, because their, their pin and pull scheme causes problems for defenses that don't align to unbalanced sets. Uh, and so if you, don't un, if you don't align to unbalanced sets, you don't do it quickly when they tempo you, you get yourself in trouble. And then they will personnel – uh, to get one-on-one matchups, and they have athletes in, that they can get the ball to in space, and so they're not really trying to kill you, you with concepts in the past game. They're going to kill you with matchups, uh, and it's smart on their part. So at the end of the day, I think that um, the strength of both teams is going to be on display for everybody to watch, and that's what's fun about football. Um, styles make you know fights, and matchups make fights, and so this is really um, you know a really strong defense for Parkway versus a really strong offense for airline. And if Parkway's defense can get stops, um, they're going to cause problems for, for airline's defense. And so I will also say this. Our receiver uh, last week, we had two receivers that went over 100 yards. I don't know of a time that that's happened to Parkway um, in, in, the recent, in, in recent times. Maybe, and I don't look at stats uh, right. for other teams, so I don't know. So it, it could be. But, you know, Cam Davis, who was the number one receiver in the state statistically last year, plays for us in the slot. In the first quarter, I think he had four catches for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and so it, you you don't really see that. And so Airline's got four weapons that they have out there. We do too, but we line up in 11 personnel. We, we, we try to keep seven-man protection. Airline, they'll release all their guys. They'll go five verticals if they have to. Right. Uh, and, and they're going to have to win matchups up front. And so when you sit down and you really look at uh, you know, what airline does offensively, what Parkway does defensively, it's going to come down to who who can make the big play. And airline makes big plays every game, and so does Parkway. Um, and Parkway's defense is really good at getting in your face and forcing turnovers and stops on third downs. So I'm not even going to try to predict this. I'm, yeah. I'm just not. I don't think – I don't, I don't want to get in trouble here, so I'll let you pick it. You get – you know, whatever. Um, we played both. Uh, we we did not play as well against airline. Um, we played better offensively against Parkway, um, and, and that was a matchup where we felt like if they did some things to us on on you know how they aligned and how they played on certain guys, we would have an advantage, and that proved to be true. Um, but at the same time, that they made stops and they did some things. Uh, and then here's the other thing that no one's talking about: Parkway special teams is probably one of the best in the state. Uh, and so we had to go 80 yards every freaking time. Uh, you know, when they punt, they flip the field. And that's yeah. another thing. Um, airline, airline does really well with longer fields, but when the field gets smaller, things get different. It's harder to score. Uh, so I don't know how that really affects them because they like to stretch the field and, and throw it deep. So 
Um, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But if Parkway can move the ball and airline can't get stops, uh, it could be a long night for airline. And if Parkway can't stop um, the, the pass game and some of the things that they want to do in the run game, it could be a long night, you know, for Parkway on defense. So either way, I really look forward to seeing how that one goes. Yeah, I think this game is going to be a lot better than maybe some people think. And um, with Parkway special teams, I mean, we've talked about it at length, but you know with Aaron Burrell, uh, they don't have to get that far across the 50 to be a threat of getting three points. So, um, yeah, an interesting matchup. And i got to tell you, that answer that you just gave right there is exactly why I love having you on a show like this. I mean, that's just a great breakdown. Um, I love that stuff, man. That is, that is uh, some football nerd uh, all that stuff right there. I'll probably use that clip when I'm teasing the show later this week. We'll see. I, we still have, a long, <laughs> still have a little way to go uh, before we do. Hey, Alex, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Okay. Uh, Brotherton had um, two field goal opportunities for, for Burrell to break the record. Uh, one of them he lined up to kick a 61-yarder. Wow. <laughs> uh, and he did it right before the half, half against us, okay? So I want you to think about that for a minute. This is a high school kid yep. lining up to kick a 61-yard field goal. Um who I mean, nobody does that. I mean, you, that just he had one punt on against us that hung in the air for five point four seconds. <laughs> like you cannot get a return on a five second punt. Like that's NFL type stuff. Yep. So um, I mean, he, he's he's legit. He is a big time weapon for them. And not only is it surprising to see someone line up for a 61-yarder in high school, I think it's just as surprising that everyone in the stadium thinks he might actually hit it. I mean, that was, that's kind of how it is. Anytime he lines up for those long ones, it's like, well, here we go. Um, yeah, Aaron Burrell, what a guy. Um, LSU fans, I'm sure very excited. Maybe the most uh, high-profile kicker signing that you'll have in the state of Louisiana, Aaron Burrell at LSU. Um, Benton, look, they take on Shreve this week. Benton's a team that's getting hot. You know, they've won some games down the stretch, bolstered their playoff chances, uh, looked really good. Uh, they got the wooden hippo from, from my Buccaneers this past week. Um, look, they, they, they take on Captain Shreve. It's a weird game for Shreve. It's a game where they can clinch at least a share of the district title, but it's at Northwood on a Thursday. Some adversity there. Um, I, I think, you know, obviously logic would say that Shreve wins this game, but Benton is, is proving that they've kind of started to figure things out as the year's going along. Benton's way better than people give them credit for. Um, Reynolds does a great job, you know, and, and uh, Coach Baswell is running their defense. It's got his guys uh, playing well. So, um, you know, here's the deal. Uh, and I'm talking about a friend here, so i got to be careful. Yep. Um, Reynolds, Reynolds is going to have things prepared for Coach Kirby and, and the Gators. Um, and and I think that the Gators have more weapons. Um, they're bigger up front. Like, I think, uh, you know, the offensive line for Captain Shreve is really, really good. Uh, but Benton, you know, Coach you know, Terrence Smith and his his offensive staff have done a great job with their guys, and they're playing really well up front, too. Much better from what I watched when they played Halton last week. They're blocking a lot better. I mean, really staying on their blocks, driving guys. I mean, I, there wasn't a lot that I noticed on film, you know, this past week where – the white jerseys of Halton were getting much penetration. And so that, that just goes to show you that, um, you know, Benton's guys are blocking well. Um, and so I, I think that this, this is going to be a tough matchup for Shreve. Uh, and I hope they're not overlooking them, you know, seeing that they're just, a, you know, two weeks away from, uh, you know, clinching this thing and, and having a high seed in the playoffs. Um, they have a lot to play for, you know, a lot to play for both teams do. And I know that, uh, you know, coach Moore, um, and he's been close, uh, so many times to, um, you know, 
knocking off these big time teams. And we, when I was there in 2020, we had Shreve beat late and they, they drove down the field and got a touchdown late. And so I know that he wants this game. I know that, uh, he is, he's going to have some things prepared for them. I know Shreve's going to have the same thing for, for Benton. And I, I don't expect Shreve to overlook them whatsoever. Cause when you turn on the tape, um, you know, uh, Manning, the running back for Benton is legit oh, yeah. and you have to account for him. You've got the two best running backs and, I, and I'm not making a, I'm not making a, a statement. That's this just my opinion, right? Statistically in the guys that I've got that we've gone against, right? I think these are the two best running backs in the district right now. And I think that um, the fact that, that uh, airline has got so many different guys that play back there, um, you know, you could put any of their guys in the conversation. This It's not right. about, um, you know, who the, who the, uh, you know, best is this, that, and other. I'm just telling you statistically, these two cats, um, the Otis kid and Manning, uh, Otis for Shreve and Manning for, for Ben, they are fun to watch. They are legit. Uh, and so it that is going to be that's going to be a great matchup. And I think if Benton uh, can can get the tempo rolling offensively and they can stay ahead of uh, the down and distance and uh, and they can push the ball down the field, um, they can they can score uh, on on Shreve and they can score uh, with Shreve. Now they're going to have to stop the run and they're going to have to stop uh, Courtney Beener at QB. I mean, if they can't stop uh, him, it, you know, it'll be a long night. And so. Um, they, they've got to account for the QB in the run, and they've got to be able to stop Otis. If they can do that, um, they've got enough. Uh, they've got enough to be able to, to, to play within four quarters and, and pull off the upset. Yeah, and, you know, on the flip side with Shreve, this is the moment right here. This is all the things that, that they've been looking to, you know, under Coach Kirby with this talented roster. I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the year. You know, they're not – lacking in the talent department at all and, and I do want to tip my cap to coach Kirby these kids are playing for him man I mean I, you know I'm out there on the sidelines I've shot a lot of their games this year and you know he had a little pregame huddle before the Southwood game last week and the message was like look guys we're right there we just need to keep it together this is what we've worked for all year and the kids really seem to buy into that you know he has a unique style and um, it's working these players believe in him and believe in what they're saying and you know and I'm not saying all this because he asked me on the sidelines to maybe pump him up a little bit for some coach of the year uh, considerations <laughs> totally not saying that but no um, love coach Kirby and, and you know he's always so nice to us but really what he's done with this roster um, it, it's really been impressive you know think of the way that Captain Shreve game went the quarterback situation you're flipping flopping back and forth then you have Brody Savage it goes down and you, that's a tough point for a team to start to falter because look the offense was moving with Savage better than they had all year they readjusted now Beaner's back doing what he does well, and it's still working well for them. Um, I, I love this game because I, I think these are two teams that have a lot to prove. Not that Shreve, you know, they're, they're the first place in the district, but I still think they have a chip on their shoulder just about think, the way things have gone in years past. And, yeah, I think uh, Thursday night at Northwood is a heck of a place to be if you're going to watch a high school football game because these two teams are going to go at it. And um, Shreve can clinch a share of the district title there. Um, so we talked about you guys hosting Houghton uh, you know I I don't know what to say about Houghton at this point uh, it's, it's been a rough go of it these past couple of weeks um, you know I know they've been some quarterback injuries and that and everything else so um, I hope you all have a great night on Friday I'll be watching the score um, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I don't know man look it's a, it puts me in a tough spot um, man you know I'm looking at the schedule and I'm just not seeing like anything that just pops off the uh off the page for us. Um, we could talk a little bit about Rustin. Um, still undefeated. Um, I know it's maybe an area that you don't get to watch as much, a 5A school. Um, 
they have just been really unbelievable um, this year. You know, what Coach Baugh's done with that team coming off of a, a state championship appearance, they look like they're ready to uh, get back to uh, the Dome again. Oh, no question. Uh, and I've seen some of their cut-ups and some of their plays, um, you know, just following some of the kids that, that play there. Uh, they're good. Um, they're really, really good. They're good in all three phases. They're really, really, really good on defense. They've got a lot of talent, and um, QB can sling it. Um, they've got, you know, powerful running game. And so, you know, they're, they're going to be in the conversation at the end of the year. Um, they, they've got the uh, – I think they've got uh, Westboro Week 10, um, and that's a big game. And I think, uh, you know, I don't know who they have this week, but uh, – Wachita. Um, yeah, Parish. I mean, they're going to be in the conversation. Yeah, they're going to be in the conversation at the end of the year. I mean, we're talking – they're a top four team, no question. And so um, – you know, if they stay healthy and, and keep it rolling, in which I, you know, Coach Ball and his staff, they're going to keep these guys focused. And, you know, Kim, coming so close last year to being a state champion is uh, definitely on their mind and, and it's something they want. And um, I got to see um, some of their film uh, earlier in the year and they just, they look dominant. So I think that, uh, you know, they're going to keep it rolling this week. Okay, so when I started this show, uh, we started this recording, the Buffalo Sabres were up two to nothing. Uh, since we've been talking, it is now five to one. So we may have to extend this by another 45 minutes uh, so we can keep the uh, good luck going because <laughs> my goodness, do I need a win in the hockey department. It has been a I need a win in football too. The Saints are terrible. Okay, anyways, um, one more game <laughs> that we'll talk about that I forgot to talk that, that It is a big game. It's also on Thursday, another district championship game. Logansport and St. Mary's battling in Natchitoches. I assume you know a thing or two about St. Mary's squad. You're right next door to them, more or less. Um, these two teams seem to always find themselves here toward the end of the year, playing for a district title. Logansport is really good. I mean, I, I cut their highlights from their stream almost every Friday night. They are, they are, they got athletes everywhere. St. Mary's does too. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun in Turpin Stadium Thursday night. Yeah, um, here's the deal. I'm not even going to jump on that because I don't want any any hate mail coming my way or any hatred because um, I don't know who the St. Mary fans are down in Natchitoches, but I do know that uh, uh, you got to be careful about what you say. I, I will say this. I, I believe, I'm almost positive, that Logansport lost last year to St. Mary's yes. this late in the season. Yes. Uh, my son's roommate um, is Adam Parker, who was the quarterback at St. Mary's. Right. And so, um, you know, I – I don't want to make him mad and, and uh, you know, uh, pick against his guys. I have got to see St. Mary's play this year, and they are very good. Um, I will say I've, I've seen some film of Logansport, and they're really good too. Uh, so <laughs> I do know that this is this is a uh, this is a, a game that that Coach McGee and his guys want. Uh, I haven't talked to him this year. We don't have any. You know, we, they were on our schedule last year, so we we got to talk a little bit. Um, but I'm sure that they're going to be ready to go, and they want this one bad. Uh, and, you know, but St. Mary's has, has got it rolling too. So that's going to be a fun game to watch, man. It's going to be a fun game to see how it, you know, how it shakes out. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really want to have to make a pick on that if we don't have to because okay. I don't want to make anybody mad. But, but if you're going to force me to choose one or the other, okay. um, I, I, will, I will lean towards Logan's point oh! for this one reason. It's 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 Logan's Port's year. They they didn't win it last year. Yeah. You know, AP 
AP and those cats were freaking legit last year. Yep. Um, and it, and they were great in basketball too. They went deep in the basket. That 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 group had been together for a long time. I'm not saying that St. Mary's is not. I'm you know they'll probably go in there and blow them out, knowing my luck. Because I, I, <laughs> come but, on, St. Mary's is freaking legit too. But I just think that this is this is that game where Logan Sport had it circled on their calendar. This is the one that they want, and um, and I think that. Uh, it's going to be a really good game. And if I had to pick, if I had to pick somebody, you force the issue. If this came down to us keeping score and you're like, Harp, you got to make a pick. Yeah. Um, just freaking pick somebody. You know, I don't want to do that because I'm, I'm down in Natchitoches all the time. And I, I believe in what St. Mary's is doing. But, I mean, if you're going to force me just to keep score, I, I would have to go, you know, I'd have to lean towards Logan's Port just because um, this is a rematch from last year. And this is one that uh, I think is going to be a close game. Anything is going to tip the scales. Uh, I think that's it for Logansport. Yeah, uh, I will, you know what? We'll just make that our first pick. I'll go St. Mary's. I'm watching out for Tank the Tiger, maybe in the studio to come after me. <laughs> Tank is on us on Facebook. Let me tell you something. I love that's easily the best mascot in the area. Tank is very active on social media. So yeah, why not? I'll do St. Mary's. Um, hey, you know history repeats itself. That's that's what I'll go with. But I will say I love this Logansport team. I really do think that this feels like their year. It's kind of that quiet confidence from Coach McGee and his bunch that we've seen before when they've won state titles. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll take St. Mary's. Um, how about this for our next pick? Because, you know, I don't want to I don't want to make you pick your friends every time and, and try to, like, weasel my way into some wins. Um, what about Evangel Huntington? I'll pick my friend. I'm I like Huntington, Coach. I like him. I think that the way the North DeSoto game started last week, they were down 18 nothing like that. They had a couple miscues. They really settled in. I like this team. I think they've gotten better as the year has gone along. I think Huntington can beat Evangel. Yeah, they can. <laughs> they, they, they can. Uh, those guys can play. And, you know, my buddy LJ White's over there. Yep. Uh, and he can spin it. And they got Caleb Tucker, and he's a stud receiver. He is. Um, you know, I'm – I. I mean, you've already took Huntington, so, you know, kind of tied my hands. But I'll take the little E from Broad Acres. I mean, those those jokers are uh, – they're good. And and if they get things rolling, they're hard to stop. Now, let me ask you this question. Where's this game being played? Independence Stadium on – no, I'm sorry. It is at Northwood. It is at Northwood on Friday night. Mm. Yeah. So – you know, I mean, there's no home field advantage for anybody in Caddo nah. other than maybe Calvary. Right. And there's Calvary, Captain Shreve when Lee Hedges is open, and Evangel. So, and then Northwood when they play at home. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really think there's much of an advantage there. I, I would say definitely be an advantage, um, you know, if Huntington was sitting right there at Independence. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Evangel, they're going to be ready to rock and roll. I'll take the Eagles. All right, I love it. Um, also, I did want to mention just a little, uh, if people are confused, it, it is a weird week because, like, every team that plays at Independent Stadium slash Lee Hedges is at home. So we've got the games at Northwood and um, Independence on Thursday night, but also there are two games at Independence on Friday night, Southwood and Bird at 5 o'clock, Northwood and Woodlawn at 8. So a little double header for the fans uh, at Independent Stadium. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, come on, man. I mean – don't get me started. Listen, when you have – look, you, you, you just said that they're going to start a game at 5 o'clock on a Friday. Yep. 
Okay. I'm not going to make any comments. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Yeah, not not an keep ideal. It, keep, try to keep it normal, man. I mean, look, every football coach likes things to be regimented. Right. They don't like they don't like that kind of change. I mean, you want you know, uh, and look, you, you want to see a coach lose his mind, and it, and everybody's different. I'm not going to lie, everybody's different. Just he'll lose his mind. <laughs> over one little detail on game day. I'm the same way. I mean, it's like not to the level Jess is, but um, even though when I worked with Steven Jeter, he was the same way. Like every coach wants things to be lined out by the minute, right? When when we're going to show up and eat pregame meal, when we're going to get, you know, when we're going to get in the locker room and and get off our feet, when we're going to watch film or if we're going to watch film, uh, you know, uh, who's going to be with the offense and the defense when they're resting. Uh, when are we going to get dressed? When are we going to get taped? Is it going to be offense first, defense first? You want all these things lined out. And if it's a road game, when are we leaving? When are we going to get there? Where are the buses going to be parked? You start adding all that, and you're changing game times by two hours on game day? Uh, yeah, that would drive me nuts, man. I mean, I I, somebody would have to lock me in a padded room. <laughs> Well, you know, it's crazy. Uh, I was kind of the same way when I played hockey. Um, I was a goalie. And I, I mean, I could, I could close my eyes and envision it to this day because I had such a routine on like every little step of how I got the gear on mm. and every move I made. I, I, I'm with you. It, it brings that sense of comfort that you need in those stressful situations that are to follow. So, yeah, I'm with it, man. I used to do the same thing. I mean, I had the same routine. I wake up at the same time, have the same meal, listen to the same songs. I do everything the exact mm-hmm. same way every game day. And, yeah, I get it. I mean, it, that is a huge change for both schools. I mean, look, you look at Northwood Woodlawn. They start at 8 o'clock. I, I, who knows when that game will end? Because, you know, we don't know how Southwood and Bird will go. I'm sure it should be over in three hours, but it might not be. So, yeah, um, it's helpful for us in the TV game because I can run out at 5 o'clock, get some highlights, then I can go to another game, and then I can go back at 8 o'clock. But for everyone else, I think it's pretty inconvenient. You know, now that I'm looking at the schedule, I don't see – it's got to be related to the fair because I don't see a team on Thursday at Independent Stadium. It's got to be fair-related because that starts this weekend too. Well, I hope it is because whoever scheduled that, I mean, you know, I get it. Yeah. It, look, everything is difficult for Cato this year with, with Lee Hedges being closed. But from a coach's perspective, that just, that would drive me nuts. And totally. then is that, is, is that a senior, is that a senior night? Right. Like, uh, is yeah. that, I mean. Right. Right. 100%. You know, is, it, it, who's the, who's the home, who's the home team in, in, you know, at that five o'clock and then that, that eight o'clock. So it's little things like that that just, you know. I know it's senior night for us in Natchitoches, and it's also senior night at, at Parkway, and uh, and so it's just you know, it's just look for those that listen to the podcast or see this mess. Just know uh, this is a this is how coaches feel on game day. Yep, is you want to make sure that everything is lined out perfectly because at the end of the day, you want your guys to have the same type schedule and routine and regimen in place so that they can go out and do the same thing over and over and over again on Friday night and do it to the best of their ability. And any type of change to the schedule throws everything off. And as a coach, we have to mitigate risk. We have to, we have to make sure that everything is lined out perfectly. Little details like that would drive me nuts. I mean, it would absolutely drive me nuts. And so for those coaches that have to play at 5 o'clock, maybe those are the coaches that are the most laid back and they can handle it. Uh, that, would be, that would be difficult for me and, and a few guys that I know. They would not like that very much. Yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm the same exact way. I mean, I even do that in this job when something gets thrown off or we're, you know, we're our, our start time changes because of some programming. It stresses me out beyond knowing. I'm a very routine-based human. 
that has carried with me past uh, my, my time playing sports. Okay, so I know you really don't want to pick Airline Parkway. You probably don't want to pick Benton Shreve. So I got one for you. It's our okay. game of the week. You will be very uninformed on this one. It's in Texas. Okay. It's Tatum at Jefferson for the district lead. What do we got? Whoa. Let's see. I coached to quarterback from both schools. Yep. Um, Kendrick Malone and, and Josh Thomas. Josh Thomas is now the quarterback at uh, Tyler Junior College. Had a huge game Saturday. Uh, and Kendrick Malone is at um, Lamar. Um, so that's a tough one. Um, I don't know anything about either team. I'll just take Tatum just because, uh, uh, you know, I'm a little more familiar with them, but um, I have no idea. But that's cool that it's two, te two, two teams with two guys that I used to work with. It's pretty awesome. And that's exactly why I picked it, because I remembered that. I think that was maybe our first or second year working together that you were working with those guys. It was pretty early. So, yeah, I remember that. That's why I wanted yeah. to pick it. So I'm on Jefferson. I I, I think I might have the right pick here, um, but Tatum is kind of one of those teams that we've discussed uh, to bring it back full circle, like like uh, Parkway, like Benton, really kind of surging as they, as they get toward the end of the year here. So I think that's going to be a fun game. Uh, you know with, the, with these two schools, I mean, there's Division One talent all over the field. So uh, it's going to be an exciting mm -hmm. game out there. Um, and just if we do have some Texas listeners, I know we're a much more Louisiana-based show. Um, another big game going on. I've got it marked here. DCAB at Hooks. That's another district championship type game. Hooks undefeated the Hornets up there in the Texarkana area. So, Coach, uh, man, I, I, we, we talked earlier that it was going to be short. Uh, we're, we're closing in on 40 minutes, so I think we've, we've, we've got it good. We've got our three picks. Um, I'm going to remember all of them next week. I'm going to remember all of them right now. I have Jefferson. You have Tatum. You have Logan Sport. I have St. Mary's. And the last one is, I'm blanking, oh, gosh. Evangel. Okay. Huntington. Go Raiders. All right, Coach. But, let's, but let's listen. Listen. But listen now. Logansport and and St. Mary's is that was just if you were to push me in a corner, like you know, oh, and just say okay. you got to make a pick. Okay. You All know. Right. Um. So for 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 the I just don't want something in my food <laughs> this week when I order down in Natchitoches. I mean, you know, I'm trying to make friends down there. So I, yeah. I really really hope that they do well. I really do. I'm not saying they're not going to win. I mean, if you just had to push me in a corner and say, hey, make a pick. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm just, I'm, I would lean that way. So well, if you're, if you're uh, watching us on, uh, if you're watching us on KTBS.com, uh, here's the push right there. That's the push to the corner. He made the pick and um, he's going Logan's court, but he totally loves St. Mary's. So be cool. Tiger fans. Well, they're both Tigers. Yeah. So that didn't work either. Okay. You got any closing thoughts for us? If you don't, I'll wrap it up. Brother, I don't. This, those two big 5A matchups are going to be huge. Parkway Airline. Um, in, in Benton and Shreve. And so I, I'm really looking forward to watching how those shake out. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been fun talking ball another week, man. Looking forward to next week. Same here. And uh, maybe, just maybe, we might be able to get you in studio here as we close down. We get to the playoffs, maybe getting down later, later episodes of our show. We would really love to do that. That would be awesome. But, um, Coach, thanks as always, man. Uh, happy birthday last week. And um, I just wanted to remember that one more time. And um, I'm going to go watch the rest, the third. I got a full third period of hockey to watch. So, Coach Harper, you're the best. Thanks as always. And of course, thanks to our fine listeners here on the Three Fever Point After Podcast. Friday Football Fever is 10 30 every Friday on KPXJ. And we'll see you here next week.